Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to another episode of Mind Your Popcorn. I'm one of your two hosts, Ricky Uniac. And I'm Chuck Clark. Chuck, our last episode was the ever-famous Super Bowl preview, I believe. Am I correct? We are correct, yes. Okay. You are correct. Spoiler alert, we did not hit the parlay. So let's just get that out of the way. We were pretty close, Oh, we're pretty we, close. I don't remember what I don't remember the legs. Two, two of the two of the legs hit. My Pacheco over six, six my Pacheco sixty plus rushing yards missed by one yard. That was brutal. Didn't he get Especially tackled for a loss late in the game too? His first something? carry of the game was a negative three rushing yard loss. If he just got back to the line of scrimmage on that first play. That yeah, I yes. And then the other thing we lost on was Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown scorer. Which, you know, it's hard to say that's like obviously he didn't score, so it's like there's no cl- you either do or you don't, but like Well, he could have scored after the game. We don't we just know he didn't score during the game. Could have scored after the game. Probably scored after the game, honestly, if we're being if we're being honest here. I um, mean we saw we all saw Jason Kelsey in the luchador mask, so Um, I vividly remember on the Super Bowl episode saying that I was terrified of the Travis Kelsey props because I thought Vegas was going to have a built in edge on them, knowing that everybody was going to want to bet Travis Kelsey. And he was like one of three people in the entire game that went over like nobody went over. It was like Mahomes passing yards, Kelsey reception and receiving yards. Like I said, Pacheco barely missed. I'm sure CMC went over, but like I think that was it. CMC didn't go over his rushing yards, but did go over his receiving and his rushing receiving. Crazy. Yeah, it was not a good. He had a, he had a perfectly balanced 75 yards catching and 75 yards rushing. He's amazing, man. Um. It was not a good game to bet on, for sure, um, unless you're a sicko that takes unders. Um, Just think, barely hit the under, too. Yeah, but at this point, I think it's time to start treating the Kansas City Chiefs like we did the New England Patriots. Yep. Like, we're we're, we're just there where it's like, if they make the playoffs. I don't care if they have a first-round bye. I don't care if they're a wild-card team. I like their chances of making the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, dude, San Francisco, like, I know I said on the episode that I was rooting for the Chiefs. Um, not, and I, but I wasn't rooting against the 49ers. There were certain people, like, I, I was rooting hard for George Kittle. He did not have a great game. Um, I like Brock Purdy. I like Kyle Shanahan. I like some of the guys on... The defense, uh, Trent Williams would have loved to seen him get a ring, but like that really felt like their best shot. They have some free agents coming up. A lot of their players, not a lot, but some of their players are going to hit free agency. I, you know, at some point they're going to have to pay Brock Purdy. So like, I don't know exactly when they're going to resign Purdy. I, he probably has one more year on this rookie deal. Um, and I don't know. It's starting to feel like. Is it ever going to happen for San Francisco? Like, I don't know. Like, Shanahan, too. Is he ever going to get over that hump? Is, is, if, I, if, I were to, if I were a betting man, which I am, 
I would put my money on it. At some point, Kyle Shanahan's going to win a Super Bowl because I just feel like he's going to give himself so many more opportunities. But like, this is how many Super Bowls now that he's been in and had a lead and have not gotten the win. Is this three? One with um, Atlanta and two with San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the the you know people were interestingly comparing him to Andy Reid. Yeah. who also had a similar rap in, when he was in Philly, like couldn't win the big one. So, you know, we'll we'll see. Um, I mean, they can still keep their model of, you know, not pay the quarterback and have a bunch of weapons for at least the next two years, I think. But, yeah, once it comes time to pay Brock Purdy, that's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, I in. I really felt like this was their best opportunity. And when, when they went up early in the game and they just couldn't, they just could not build on that lead. I just kept thinking to myself, I was like, oh my God, they are giving the Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the league, all the opportunities to find a way to tie the game, which they did. And then take, once they tied the game, I feel like everybody was just like, okay, we've, We've seen this before. Like, we know what's about to happen. Um, and a shout out to Kansas City, dude. Um, they there were a lot of people that didn't think that uh, they were going to do it this year for, for good reason. They were not they were not good in the regular season to, to their standards, you know. Um, so, yeah, shout out them, man. Um, and God, terrible what happened in the parade. That was. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, so, you know, I felt like it could have been a lot worse. Sucks that somebody died. Um, but uh, I hope that's not the end of, like, championship parades. Because didn't that happen with Denver, too? Wasn't there a shooting at the Denver Nuggets parade? Yeah, the Denver Nuggets parade. And um, there was another one. Um, not, uh, I, I can't remember wh- whose it was, but I think, I think there was another incident, um, at a championship parade of sorts. Yeah. You know, it's always, it's always a little weird, a lot, you know, always a little nerve wracking when you're like in these big groups of people. Um, so hopefully, hopefully that's not the end of championship parades. Cause eventually when the Browns win a Super Bowl. I mean, I might be like 80 years old, but I would like to attend a parade at some point. Speaking of, and and I truly don't know the answer to this, Chuck, so I, I hope you don't take this as like a dig. But have you ever gone to a championship parade? I have not. OK, OK. I was trying to think, like, because you probably didn't live in Indy. Right. In the Colts one. Um, yeah. When was the last Yankees? Oh, nine. And the Pacers haven't won. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about them in a second, but I really like your baseball team this year. Not the Yankees. No, the Orioles. Yeah, I dude, I'm, I'm so ready for baseball season. We were talking about this in the pre-show. I know you're not quite there yet, but all those notifications that you're getting, I'm, I like want to download the CBS sports app because I want all those notifications. I am like fully I've watched – I was betting on preseason baseball today. Shout out uh, the Phillies for 
being up three one in the bottom of the ninth with two outs and letting um who did they play? I don't even remember who they were playing. Whoever they were played, oh the twins. The twins scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth with two outs to tie. I had Phillies money line plus one sixty two. So it was a push, but also shout out uh oh, I bet on a crap oh the Nationals. I bet the Nationals to beat the Astros today and they and they did a plus money. So I'm fully in on preseason or spring training baseball. Ricky, you might need to call the 1-800 number betting on pre-spring baseball. Oh, dude, it's the best. So, I, you know, obviously, like, I, I tuned in for, like, Shohei Otani today, like, in the Dodgers uniform. If the Dodgers don't win 110 games this year, what are we doing? Like, that there, lineup is insane. I saw a thing. It was, like, uh, the Dodgers and the Braves, I think, both have win totals at a, over 100. And it's happened like nine or ten times or something in the last 20 years. And it's gone under or it's happened 15 times, I think, in the past 30 years or something. It's gone under in 11 of those 15. OK, I I'm not a big like. I'll, I, I was searching for lines of like season win totals for certain teams trying to find who I thought, you know, m- might be a sneaky good pick. Last year, I I was on the Diamondbacks. Now, I did not think the Diamondbacks were going to um, do as well as they did and go as far as they did. Mm-hmm. But I, they're like, their spring training line, I think, was at like 70 games. And I was like, I don't know, this feels a little low. Um, but I'm not big on like, I don't know, the season-long props. Um, but... The dude, Atlanta's good too, and they they're running back. I think the exact same lineup from last year. Um, you go through well, that lineup one through nine. They let Matt Chapman go, right? No, I don't think so. Did they? He's still a free agent, I think. No. Yeah, there's like a bunch of free agents that are still like out. I'm looking this up. Wait, Matt I mean, Chapman was on. It was on the Blue Jays. Oh, was he? I thought he was uh, um, still with the Braves. No, he was on the Blue Jays last year. Gotcha. No. Um, they, so, I mean, their lineup, if I – off the top of my head, I mean, obviously Acuna, um, Ozuna. They have Austin Riley. They have Sean Murphy. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm – is it – they have Olsen. Is that who you're thinking of? Matt Olsen? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, Matt Olsen. That's what I'm thinking of. Is he a free agent? I don't think he is. But like, I also get Matt Olson and Chapman confused, so don't feel bad. I I always confuse them. But like Joey Votto still hasn't signed yeah. with the team. Um, Yuli Guriel also a first baseman. Um, uh, spoiler alert: I'm looking at the pos- MLB free agents by position. Um, Colton Wong, you know. I mean, not necessarily, I guess, a lot of utility players, but like Blake Snell is still available. What's going on there? Well, um, apparently he's going to the Yankees. That's just I keep seeing that from like I, I know verified people who were like, I have my cousin works for the Yankees. Yeah. And he said that they have this deal in the bag. So who knows? But that is weird that Blake Snell is still a free agent because he's like one of the best pitchers in baseball. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Juan Soto is like pushing for him. Um, well, that's right. They were teammates. They were. Um, 
who did I just see that was Gene Segura still free agent? Is Jorge Soler still a free agent? No, I thought he uh he just signed somewhere. Did he not um Yeah, signed three year deal with San Francisco. Okay, that's right. I thought I remember hearing that. Yeah, dude, I'm 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 so ready. We're still about a month away. I think the opening day is late March. Um I don't want to rush though because we you know, have March Madness coming up. I, dude, it's March like one of it's got to be the best month for sports, right? It's one of them. It's got to be top. It's got to be top three because March Madness is the best sporting event in, in my opinion, in all I, sports. I completely agree. I would completely agree. And you have, you know, MLB is either getting ready. Well, it, MLB used to, I think, opening day used to be like the one of the first days of April. And now it's kind of creeping into March. So I guess we'll count it for March. But you also have playoff push for the NBA. That's like the last few weeks of the regular season. Um, You are, you know, for the real sickos, the real NFL sickos, you're gearing up for the draft. You know, you're you're looking at some of these guys. And I mean, yeah, the combine workouts start Thursday. Yeah. Like players arrive today. The first wave of players arrive today. March is definitely one of it. I I thought my head it might be well. Is October the best month for sports? October's up there because you got the start of both NHL and NBA plus World football Series. going on and the World Series. Yeah, it's that's up there too. I, so, I mean, if if it's not if, – if March isn't number one, I think it's at least two. I, I can't really think of anything else that – or any other month that I think I'd put ahead of March. Um, but we're basically there. So we got March Madness coming up. Um, well, hold on. But before we get into the other sports, I, I do want to ask you, you know, as uh, an extremely long-tenured Baltimore Orioles fan um, – where this isn't our official MLB predictions or anything like that, but I know you're not paying attention a ton to spring training, but what are your aspirations for this Baltimore team this year? Like, obviously I assume you want to contend for the division. Um, and you certainly can contend for the division, but that division's good. I mean, we should be contending for the AL title. Just no doubt about it in my head. Like, Last year, you, it was the first year they were in the playoffs, and they got swept by the team that won the World Series. Like, it, okay, you have the playoff experience now. You traded for Corbin Burns, who has playoff experience and is a number one pitcher. Looked good in his spring training debut, by the way. Yep. Um, I would like to sign another pitcher. Jordan Montgomery is out there. I wouldn't mind picking him up on the team. Ex-Cardinal, right? Yeah, ex-Yankee Cardinal, yeah. Um, I That would be nice. Because to me, listen, the Blue Jays did not get better. The Red Sox did not get better. The uh, Rays are at least the same as they were last year. And the Yankees, I, I mean, Juan Soto is definitely big for them, especially because last year they, they were struggling to put up runs. So Soto helps with that. But their pitching rotation, again, they, there wasn't a lot of change. So I, 
to me, and the Orioles, I mean, Jackson Holiday, man, dude, oh. this kid is so <laughs> sick. Oh, trust me. I, th- there were so many mock trades I was doing in the trade machine last year, trying to convince myself <laughs> that we could get him if we traded Shane Bieber to the Orioles. Trust me. Trust no, me. I saw a lot of people uh, targeting uh, by a lot of people. I mean, one of the Cleveland sports people I follow, uh, Gab Goody, was targeting uh, Heston Kirstad. Yeah, yeah, Kirstad, we wanted. Uh, we also wanted. Um, uh, is it Mountcastle? I think. Yeah, was he's the, the first name, those, yeah, name he's thrown the around first. a lot. Hey, there's so much pop in those bats in that yeah. Orioles lineup, and there's like no pop over here in Cleveland. I mean, the, we 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 have some pop with some of the younger guys, which is why I've been such a sicko with spring training this year, is because I I there's like three or four guys for the Guardians that I think have a chance of playing. Um, well, a couple of them are definitely going to play, but there's a couple that I think have a chance of playing this year that just feel like they're the best prospects we've had in a few years, like since Grady size, well, no, since Francisco Lindor, I'm not going to go back that far. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, I remember revving up the, the, the trade machine last year and I was looking the Orioles farm system is still insane. Yeah. Like, and listen, there's there's a lot of reasons to be excited for Orioles fans because you have the chips. So if you get to the trade deadline this year and let's say maybe the bullpen's underperforming, you have more than enough chips to go get a premier bullpen arm. Like, yeah, knows maybe I think it's a very big possibility. Maybe the guardians are not where they want to be, you know, come the trade deadline. You have class a one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, that would be a, somebody I would probably target. Again, this is if the Orioles have a bullpen arm. But the point I'm trying to make is they have a deep farm system. It's really, really good. There is no reason why they could not go out and address any weaknesses that they have this year. Mm-hmm. So I fully expect them. I think they probably win that division because, again, like you said, I – Boston, I don't know what's going on there. They were not very good last year. Uh, they didn't really get better. Um, the Blue they Jays signed uh, Lucas Giolito. Um, that doesn't do much for me. I mean, who knows? But the Blue Jays are just the Atlanta Hawks of the MLB. Like, I are they ever going to just be anything other than mid? I don't know. Um, the Rays are probably still going to be pretty good. I don't think they're going to have as as good of a record as they did last year. Uh, and the Yankees, to me, are a big question mark because I just don't know if Aaron Boone is a good manager. Um, but they got Soto, so they got Judge some freaking protection in that lineup, Yep. Um, which should should pay out, but I have questions about their pitching. I have, um, I have questions about the back end of that lineup, so we'll see. But the Orioles... Good time to be a Baltimore Orioles fan. Indeed. And, yeah, I mean, it's just so exciting because, like, Jackson Holiday, this kid just looks like, (laughs) I mean, well, he looks 16, but he looks like the baseball field, like he's going to be a monster. But they have to figure out if they're going to move Gunnar Henderson because he played a lot of shortstop last year. Um. Jorge Mateo is another guy who's an in mid. There's a big log jam at middle infielder. So I'm 
I'm going to be interested to see how that shakes itself out. But like, I mean, Jackson Holiday is going to get playing time. So something tells me it's going to work out just fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. I mean, I was looking at the Orioles schedule and we start out fairly light in um, uh, March, April, because we have like multiple series against the Angels and like the Athletics, like it's 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 a fairly light june gets tough june gets tough i was looking at our june schedule hold on let me pull up because i was like this is like a murderer's row june um it's let's see if i can pull up the google thing fast enough um so we start it goes Rays, Blue Jays, Rays, Braves, Phillies, Yankees, Astros, oh. Guardians, Rangers. He's, our, he's the Orioles, June. It's like, hey, let's just take the best NL teams, the best AL teams, and a bunch of divisional series and throw them all into one month. Oh, my God. That is a terrible uh, – well, I mean, it's a gauntlet of a, of a June for sure, but – I I also don't know, like, I know the MLB schedule changed up last year, but I, I don't remember, you play less, you play your division less now, I think, right? Or is it more? Um, I think it's more um, interleague. Um, so you play 52 divisional games. And 64, um, like, AL games for the Orioles, whatever. And then the rest is interleague. So there's a lot more interleague. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that feels right. Because I'm almost positive that we didn't always used to play every single team, I think. Um, I think you always played every team in your... In the league, but like the inner league was like you had like one or two series a year. Yeah, it was like the Yankees would play the Mets. You know what I mean? Fairly. You know what I mean? Like they but they wouldn't really. Um, but so I'm I'm looking at it out of the balance. So it's 13 games against division opponents each. So 13 games each for 52. Um Six games against six opponents and seven games against four opponents for your other um, breakdown. And then um, that adds up to 116. So out of 162, that leaves 48 interleague games, which is a lot. Yeah. I I don't think that you are I'm I'm I don't think you feel this way. I don't think you subscribe to the notion that the MLB season is too long or too boring. Am I correct in saying that? I would maybe chop like a week or two off the end. That would be my only like 162 to like 156 would be my Okay. would be my I would. I don't need to. We don't need to take a huge swath. We. I want the World Series. I just want the World Series to end in October. 
That's yeah. The, that's the ideal because right now it ends in November, the first week of November, which isn't bad, but like, especially with the expanded playoffs, like if and if the MLB wants to add two teams, like they supposedly do, which also throws a you know huge wrench at everything because now you're gonna have an unbalanced division, unbalanced. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, but I would then yeah cut like get it from 162 to 156 or something like that, or 154, whatever you need. So that the, basically like, like when the, like NF, like NFL, like week once, once conference play in college football starts, we're in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So the, the reason I bring this up is because I was scrolling through the MLB subreddit the other day. And um, I think this was shortly after Rob Manfred had that media availability that he did, where he talked about the expansion also said he was going to step down or his last year was going to be 2029. Yeah. Um, And one of the topics that got brought up in, in the Reddit was like ways that they could, it wasn't necessarily shortening the season, but make the season like, or make the regular season baseball, especially the dog days, you know, like after the NBA finals, like that, that July, August, a way to make the season hold like itself together or feel important in those dog days was instead of counting every single game as a win or loss, you restructure this, the season to where you're the series you count the number of series one. So if the Orioles um, or like, let's say the Yankees come to town for the Orioles for a three game or three or four game series, um, I guess it would probably have to be three games. Um, You know, whichever team wins at least two of those would get, you know, a a one in, in the W column and the team that didn't win the series would get, you know, an L. And I thought about that and I, I didn't think about it enough to kind of f- like figure out which side of that argument I fall on. But that was interesting. I've never thought of that before. My, my only concern would be. Is. At some point, I, I feel like that's a lot of wear and tear on. Baseball players, especially like bullpen arms, you know, like if you're treating a June series, the same way you're treating a late series in September. Like, I don't know. I just, I could, I could see bullpens or pitchers getting overused, especially, but it was an argument that I've never heard before, but like, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily know if that would be something that I would want, but a lot of people on the subreddit seem to like it. That it's almost like soccer at that point. Where it's like you're giving points, yeah. Like, like you would do it where it's like if you win the series, you get two points. If you get a sweep, maybe you get three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a multitude of ways they could you know they could go about it. Like, I mean, again, it it would make it more interesting because every single game means something. But this also. This would not eliminate 
you know, let's say a, a team gets down by a crazy amount of runs, like, you know, like 10 runs in the fifth inning and it turns into a, you know, they bring in a position player to, to pitch like that's not going to change. That's still going to happen because that it might even happen more because what you might be thinking is like, OK, we clearly like let's just shift our focus to the next game in the series and let's get ready for that one. Um, well, I think I think what it would change is like if you win Friday and Saturday and then you're playing Sunday, it's like we just throw whatever lineup we don't care about on Sunday. Because we've already won the series. Which there would have to be an incentive for the sweep, you know? Like, you would have to... I I almost wish that we could try that for a season. They would never do it, obviously. But, like, let's just try it for a season and see how it works. Because I love playoff baseball. And not that this is unique to playoff baseball, but the NBA has to. But I love the series format in playoff baseball. It makes it so, so so much more exciting in my opinion knowing that like okay like this night wasn't our night but we have a chance you know the you know tomorrow or two nights from now we know we're going to play them again like i don't know i i think that there's something there but again i'm not somebody who thinks like i don't think the current system is broken no but i also again i wish we could maybe try it out for a year and see see how it likes it they'll never do it it's it's way too big of a change. I mean, baseball's never operated like that, but maybe they do it in the minor leagues. I, they tend to do that. They tend to test stuff out like in single yeah. A or or double A. And I'd be interested to see if, if anything like that ever happens. But getting back to Rob Manfred, dude, um, I don't think that we can wait till 2029. This dude's got to dude. go now. Dude, should have gone. Yeah, should have been um, gone. Have you seen these pants? Oh, my God. These pants are horrid. Dude, They're the horrid. Jer- the jerseys are horrid. It's so. Oh, my God. It's they terrible. Lo- they look like something off of Ally Express. Yep. Or like something that the stadium would hand out to the first thousand people that get like, you know, like they look terrible. I don't know how these got approved. I'm assuming I am assuming that they had real people wear these uniforms when they were pitching them to the MLB and not just mannequins. There were so many, I feel so bad for these guys, so many unflattering pictures that were taken during like the, or the, the first couple of days of spring training when all the teams are doing like their promo yep. shoots. And, oh, players oh. were vocal about how much they don't like these uniforms. It's crazy. I saw a tweet that was like, I can't believe that the best commissioner of my lifetime is David Stern because he would have never let this thing, these happen under his watch. Yeah. I mean, it's a shot at NBA, you know, pretty good commissioners for the most part. I'm, I'm an Adam Silver guy. Um, David Stern was good too. Um, Roger Goodell's grown on me a little bit. Chris Paul would beg to differ. Chris Paul, sir, back tonight, by the way, Chris Paul's back tonight. Um, yeah, Chris Paul, not, <laughs> not a big uh not David a stern Stern guy. guy. No. <laughs> I my god, still one of my favorite. Have you ever seen the gif of David Stern drinking something and he starts choking on it? Yep. I, not you know, not to bring up a really terrible time for the NBA, but when 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 Kobe died. 
I people were just posting that gif, and it was like David Stern seeing Kobe Bryant walk through the gates of heaven, <laughs> and he's just choking on his drink. Um, yeah, no, I mean Rob Manfred, uh, the worst commissioner, at least out of the four major sports here. I'll I'll, I'll say five. I'll include MLS, and I know nothing about whoever runs the MLS. Uh, but they can't be worse than um, Rob Manfred. He sucks. He's got to go. He, in my opinion, has done so much damage to this game yep. um, in terms of not being able to grow it the way other leagues have grown. And I I mean, these, these uniforms are just the cherry on top. My God, they're terrible. How long? Is this just a season, like a one-season thing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, as far as I know, like they they are the uniform sponsor for the foreseeable future, or whatever. Well, that doesn't mean that they can't change the pants next year. So fingers crossed for that. So at some point, you know, in the next few episodes, when we get closer to uh, the you know the opening day for MLB, we'll do a full MLB preview. I think we did it last year. Yeah. So looking forward to that again. Um, really quick, we're obviously I know they're expanded. They want to expand to Nashville because I think that's been like the hot topic place for a lot of sports teams in Eastern. What's the other place they want to put a team? Um, well, the first thought I had was, is is there? Could you put another one in Canada? Like, is like there Vancouver a market? Well, is Vancouver? there a market? I don't know. For Vancouver, maybe. That would be um, the only other place. Maybe. Because, um, I mean. Um, Rally the only other... comes to mind. Who? Rally, North Carolina. Oh. That's why I think Nashville. I think it's Nashville for them. Nashville, uh, New Orleans. Well, New Orleans is interesting. New Orleans um, is interesting. Especially because LSU. Baseball. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nashville, New Orleans would make sense. I wonder what they would, what, how they would split those up. Well, it's tough. I mean, so did they say that, did Manfred say how many teams he wants to add at this two? This net two? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Those two feel obvious. I feel like I remember seeing people pushing for like Vancouver, which would make me think that. There's some sort of a market there. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, because other... like like Las Vegas was the other one, but now the, well, I guess the A's are there, even though the mayor of Las Vegas was like, maybe we should rethink this. Yeah, I, I listen. They're gonna be in Las Vegas, like, like, but that whole the A's owner is such a joke, man. I do feel for the people of Oakland. Yep. Um, I, who knows? Maybe Oakland gets a team again, you know, in, in a few years. Uh, I don't know what the market is like, but Indianapolis could be a destination. Like, there's still a few major cities that, you know, don't have a baseball team. Yeah. Um, New, uh, New Orleans feels it's like, what, like, how is there not a baseball team there? Yeah, Nashville and New Orleans are the two that pop into mind. mind. Um, and I don't know how you split them up. I would assume New Orleans would go west, would be like 
I don't know. They New Orleans feels like AL or West because they're so close to Dallas and are they're so close close to Texas and Houston. And then Nashville would be a NL East because they're close to Atlanta, like Washington, like that. That yeah. That that regionally seems to make sense to me. Yeah. But you know that's I, logical. So you know. It, am I the only one that feels like this? I always associate the the National League in baseball with the West in the NBA and the um um. The American oh League with the East. Well, no, I with uh the the NFC in football. Oh, it's because, I don't know it's, why. It well, the NFC and the NF and the NL make sense. Like they're both N, you know what I mean? National League, just or well, National Conference, National League, whatever. The West in the in basketball, maybe it's just because they when they used to do the colorful. Color jerseys, they always make the American in any league red and the national blue. Like that just seems to be the default. Like because the NFC logo is blue. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's also because it's my your three head. teams, I don't know. <laughs> my three teams are in the AL, the East, and uh, the AFC. So like, I'm always gonna associate the others with each other. Like because in my mind, those three go together. Um, but it's weird to think that that's not the case for everybody. Like I sometimes forget that like, that's not a set in stone thing that not all three commissioners got together. and like, okay, like we're always going to do that. Like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on in, in, in my head with that, but, um, anyway, anywho, um, we got March Madness coming up. Do. I have watched next to no college basketball this season. I don't, so, are you the I, same? Uh, I am the classic uh, Hall of Fame sports tweet. Can't wait to look at all these box scores and argue with people who watch the game. That's been my MO in college <laughs> basketball. Just, just scouring box scores, betting spreads. Let's see what's going on. You know, and I, I'm not even joking when I say this. I have watched more women's college hoops mm. than men's. A big I, I, matchup on Sunday, by the way. I saw, I know, Caitlin Clark versus Ohio State. I saw yeah. Caitlin Clark play in person. Yeah, tell me about that. Oh, by the way, I've been meaning to tell you this for a long time. Congratulations on winning the Caitlin Clark sweepstakes. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to buy the Fever jersey. Um, it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be a Fever fan. So between her and Aaliyah Boston, I think we're going to be good. I think we're going to be competitive. I can't wait. Walk me through seeing her in person because she is still the hottest ticket in sports. Yes, literally the most expensive women's basketball game. I think I don't know if it's all like what the measurement was, but like currently right now, non GA tickets to the game are like four hundred and sixty one dollars. Oh my god! This Sunday's game. Um, I got my tickets for free, and I went with my dad to go see her play. Um, the atmosphere was electric. A lot of Iowa fans, but a lot of Maryland fans showed up. Um, yeah, the crowd was buzzing. Every time she touched the ball, the entire student section was like booing. Um, 
she is legit. She is 100% legit. A lot of questions around the rest of her team. Yeah. Um, you know, I love my girl, Gabby Marshall. And they do have a freshman. And the way I describe she's their center, I think, or power, you know, power forward, whatever. But she can do everything on the court except put the ball in the basket. She So she's just... Down. Well, except she's a forward. She stands, like, right under the basket and smokes layups. So like she's every. Draymond. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> she's a Marvin Bagley. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. Okay, he's all a right, reboot, a little better. He's a reboard machine, but he just does not score. A little better, all right. Classic 18 rebounds, nine points. Like, just <laughs> missed the double-double. Oh, okay. I, but, listen, uh, like, they... I, would you agree they're not as good as they were last year, like yes. as a team? Yes. But yes, but, yes. but Caitlin Clark's better, which is why I think like they'll still make a deep run. But they did lose some talent last well, year. Well, they also get home field. If you're a top four seed, it's not like just like you know in the NTA, it's like they have the locations and they try and match you. In women's, you literally will host. So if I was like going to end up being a two seed or a three, you know what I mean, a two probably seed in the tournament they will host the round of 64 and round of 32 at the home stadium of iowa so they'll have home field advantage for the first two rounds so i i see them going out in the elite eight this year to probably like whoever the one seed isn't there um, um bracket do you know who where the women's final four is being held at this year rocket mortgage baby cleveland, cleveland. i dude i'm hoping because I, I would love to go um, or really just kind of be downtown for it. I'm hoping they make it to the Final Four. Um, I will be the biggest Iowa Hoops fan, you know, come tournament time. Um, hey, West Virginia women are – Yeah. We're good this year. Listen, I, better than the men's team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Disgrace. Uh, are they even going to make the, the – the, uh, the, is it the NIL tournament? The NIT? NIT, NIL, my God. Yeah, are they going to make the NIT? They're not going to make the CB, the CBI. Oh, oh boy. Worse than I thought. Oh, God. Again, I've watched next to no college hoops. I didn't even watch. I Listen, I, I know that I went to West Virginia, but with the, the new coach this year, I was, I was finding, I wasn't finding enough reasons to, to tune in um, after the first few games. Um, Ohio State hoops has been surprisingly less depressing, but still pretty depressing. Um, Ohio State women's though, West Virginia women's, like I, I, I might be watching more of the. Well, I don't know about more. I might be watching just as much women's tournament as the men's. So, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for March. Do you have any? Well, you you haven't done any of your deep dive yet, have you? Uh, I'm starting to do some deep dives. Uh, I, I know who I like betting on. I'm looking at the field, but I really want to see where they, where the venues are. That's my, that's usually yeah. my secret sauce. Um, but like right now, if I just had to pick a team, man, I'm watching them right now. This Houston team is so good. <laughs> they just, they just guard the hell out of you. They're the best sickos basketball team of all time. <laughs> I so I have watched a little Houston it, like they, they are they are really really good 
but they're also so maddening sometimes. Like they, I, I don't know what it is. It's probably just their brand of basketball, but yeah, I've also, I kind of like from, from what I can tell, um, Alabama. I don't know. I, I think I might be eight oats. I might be NBA, on the Alabama NBA train. minis. They're yeah. NBA minis. They literally, did you see the shot chart that was going around? Literally, they did not take a single mid-range jumper in an entire game. Isn't that crazy? But college basketball is crazy. Yes. Um, I mean, they did just lose to Kentucky in regulation, 117 to 98. We don't talk about that. That's fine. On the same night that Charlotte lost to um, the... I, was it the Nets maybe or the Blazers 93 to 80? Yeah. I was like, what a gr-. it's, I was like the grossest NBA basketball game is the, is like a all time is like a great college basketball. Game. When I saw college basketball score, that was 93 to 80. I was like, Oh my God, that game must've been crazy. And the NBA, it's like, Oh my God. I know a- <laughs> it's, it's, it, it is. I mean, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't even feel like it's the same sport, like watching, because the games are played so so, so differently. Um, well, I know I mean, exactly to be fair, what you mean. The same night of that college basketball, the Hornets actually beat the Blazers 93 to 80. So that's my bad. Um, the same night that the 117 to 98 game happened, North Carolina beat Virginia 54 to 44. So Kentucky scored more in each half than North Carolina did the entire game. Dude, it just goes like that sometimes, man. It just goes like that. Um, how many weekends away are we from conference championships? Conference championships start Monday. The Atlantic Sun Conference starts first. So is it next weekend are going to be the Power Five Conference tournaments? Yeah, the um, um, so. Monday the 4th, the Atlantic Sun and some of the smaller, most of the smaller ones go. And then the Power 5 start like, that would be the 10th, I guess, and run because Selection Sunday is the 16th. Okay, okay. Or the 17th is St. Patrick's Day. It's on a Sunday this year. We're still a little ways away. I mean, that's still like a little under three weeks away. So, not as close as I thought we were. Um... Okay, um, let's get caught up on the NBA really quick because I know we want to talk like some actual movie stuff here at the end. Um, the NBA, I don't even know what to say about the NBA. Um, that All Star Weekend was a joke. <laughs> the best part of All Star Weekend was that podcasters got to interview doc rivers that was the best thing oh. to come out of. <laughs> oh. I, let's let's talk about the stars of the show that is the the best reality show of of on t- television right now the association they're not a league they're not a league leagues are serious they're an association and the leaders of the drama kings come from milwaukee there's just so much to break down over the past three weeks of what's going on in Milwaukee. It's maddening. It, it is. It is so maddening. I, I have come to hate Doc Rivers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm with JJ Redick, man. I love 
that he sounded off on Doc Rivers. And I cannot, like, I cannot, and I know Patrick Beverly has to defend him because he's now on the Bucks. I get it. I understand it. But there, this man, you cannot defend him. Did you hear his excuse for why they got rolled in Utah right before the break? Um, I, I there's been so much I don't know. What what did he say for that specific one? There there's an audio clip going around. You can still find it. it it's still showing up on my TL. He in, in a span of like 12 seconds, he talks about how um it was their third game in four nights, the altitude, um something about how they didn't have enough basketballs in the early day shooter or the morning shoot around. Um they're still trying to figure things out as a team, which I mean, like I, all these are probably true, but it's like, how many excuses can you come up with? It's with him. It's never just like, yeah, we, we sucked. Like it, it's never that. And I know that like, that's not every coach's style, but at some point you got to just be like, yeah, like they were the better team tonight. Um, I, I've just, I just, I've started to resent him. I, I feel so incredibly bad for Adrian Griffin. Um, more and more, it feels like he just really got royally screwed over. When, <laughs> when he literally said, well, the owners came to me and I said, why are you doing this? I was like, what is going on yeah. right now? <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, again, like, I'm sure he got a call from the GM. It's probably like, Dude, shut the hell up. Like, just stop talking. Just stop talking just for a second. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. And then, you know, Giannis doesn't watch basketball. Who can? <laughs> yeah, they – it's weird because I had always felt, like, these last few years that Giannis – not not just Giannis, but since Giannis has been Giannis, right? So, like, a couple yeah. years prior to the championship, um, you know, leading up to basically, like, last year that, like – Milwaukee was a very well-run organization, almost like a standard, if you will. Like when, like when, when they had Budenholzer, like I thought things were, I, I thought that they were going to be like solid for a while. And then they traded for Dame and which, you know, well, they'll still probably figure that out. It, but it's just like, what is going on? Like, what doesn't, what isn't working? Cause that roster is good. It's like the, like they're like one through eight is really, really good. And they're just not like as a unit right now, they are not playing well. Um, they'll they'll have that night, though, where like it's like they figure it out for like, you know, just that like 48 minutes and they'll beat a team by 35. But then they'll go and lose to the Jazz or they'll, you know, barely beat the Pistons or something. And if you're a Bucks fan, you're probably thinking like, what, like, what the hell? Like we that. The defense was like the moniker of that team. Even that's what people liked about Boonholzer was like the defense was great and they were putting up like three point shots. Like, yeah, I thought adding Dame with Boonholzer as the coach, I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. But they fired Boonholzer. So now I'm like, now it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. They got problems. Um, They're not the only NBA team that has problems. Um. Lakers got some problems right now. Uh, Warriors, 
maybe figuring things out over there. Steph went 0 for 7 in the first half tonight against the Wizards. Mm, what's the score of that game? They were up 2 at half. Uh, they are up 8 right now in the third quarter. Let's see if Steph's figured it out. One of the only nights I did not take Steph Curry um, three-pointers. But he's made 2 in the third. Uh, he's 2 for 9 on 3. So, um, they're, they're sneaky. Um, they're playing well. You I know, mean, I, I watched them play the Nuggets in the first half, but I was like, wow, this looks like a good team. And then I drove to work and I saw the end of the final score and I was like, oh, but the Nuggets are just better. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, West, I, the top I, of the West is really good, dude. Like, it's I, crazy. Think the, I think the Warriors could, in theory, depending on who they're playing in the first round, maybe get out because they have like that experience and like you know like if the thunder wolves make the thunder more like well i don't know just like you know that mentality of like where the we saw with the kings last year the kings were up on them to nothing and the warriors stormed back and then you know end up going to seven games but like the warriors still have that mentality of like you know we we can handle this and young yeah. teams can't always do that um so we'll see. Maybe they could do that. Well, I it's just, the benefit of having Steph Curry. Right, right. There, very rarely are you ever that heavily outmatched when you have Steph Curry. So you're right. If, if I'm the Thunder, if I'm the Wolves, I don't want to play Golden State in round one. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, because, again, at any night, Steph Curry can go nuclear still. He can give – he can – will his way to steal one on the road. And then all of a sudden the Warriors have home court advantage. And Draymond I know it's versus, not Oracle. Yeah. Draymond versus Rudy Gobert too. <laughs> oh God, I did. Oh my God. I need, no, I mean, I listen, that the, matchup the, at the playoffs, dude. the playoff series we would all want to see is Suns versus the Warriors. Nurkic versus Draymond for an entire series. I don't know, man. As long as at some There's, point I get Suns versus Mavericks, I just want to see Devin Booker and Luca, like go blow for blow. Um, oh my God, Luca! Luca tor- torched them. The Luca's torching the Cavs right now. I'm keeping up with the score. I mean, the the score is close, but he's got 31 points halfway through the third quarter. Dude, he it, it's crazy. He's he's averaging 32 points a game. He's he's got to win MVP this year, right? Jokic is the favorite right now. Yeah, and, and and Jokic is really good. And I'm I'm gonna rant here for a second because you know who absolutely does not deserve MVP this year is Jason Tatum. Yeah. I listen, I I already hate the Celtics. I do. But I will say this has been the last couple of years have been the least hateable version of the Celtics in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, maybe outside of like that, the couple good years they had with Isaiah Thomas. Um, I really I like, like Jason. Yeah, I like Jason Tatum a lot as a person. I don't. I think he oh, sucks. Wow. Um, wow. Well, I don't wow. know about him. I, I, I don't know him in person. So l- let me let me just preface this by saying this is purely coming from a sports betting perspective. Okay. <laughs> what I'm about to say. That dude at the All Star break called himself the best player in the league. And he was asked the question, who's going to be the face of the league after Steph and KD and LeBron retire? And he was like, me. And then that dude comes out and drops 14 points. And the first game out of the All-Star break, 14 points. 
And I had him for like 25 and it was at like minus 230 for 25 plus. And it was the last leg I needed in like a plus 1500 parlay and 14 points. This dude sucks. He sucks. Jalen Brown is better. I'm, I'm not even joking. Jason Tatum is the most overrated basketball player in the NBA right now. Oh, and my God. I, I can't I cannot stand the guy. I can't stand him. Um, I he's he is not the I I in people are trying to push this. Jason Tatum deserves more MVP recognition narrative, all because they haven't done well in the playoffs. I I don't buy that. I think it's just because um, Nikola Jokic has a pulse, and and Luka Doncic yeah. has a pulse. Like in my opinion. Without Joel Embiid being healthy right now, those are probably the two best players in the NBA right now. Yeah, I, I'm struggling to think of any others. Um, Jason Tatum for me probably Maybe is like. Brunson. Um, yeah, Jalen Brunson is very, very good. I'm trying to think of like who my top five right now are, and Jason Tatum's maybe five, maybe five. Like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm putting, I might be putting I, Anthony Edwards over Jason Tatum. I mean, it'd be like Giannis, or well, it'd be Jokic. Luca, Giannis, Joel are the top four. Like, yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, I, I would agree. And then again, I think there's guys like Anthony Edwards, um, uh, SGA. We're just forgetting about SGA is better than Jason Tatum as far as I'm concerned. Um, again, I'm I'm being dramatic. I'm a hundred percent being a hater, but I do I I do feel that he's not worthy of MVP consideration. Um, I did see this uh this meme today on Twitter. I'll try and send it to you after this. Or it was a gif of this guy in a train station. And what he was pretending to do was the trains hit the train was it just picked up a bunch of people and it was getting ready to, to you know to start moving again down the tracks. And this guy was pretending to like push the train himself. So he timed it with when the doors closed and the train started rolling and it looked, you know, as if he was pushing the train on his own. Obviously he wasn't because the train is more than capable. And the caption was Jason Tatum on the Celtics. And I was like, yes, yeah, that, yes. Like that is a hundred percent how I feel again, being a hater hand up. I, I acknowledge it. I just had a rant for a second. You know who we both are not going to hate on. Who? Paolo Bancaro and oh. play the music. <laughs> Play the music. Orlando Magic. Hey, Orlando Magic. Hey, Orlando so Magic. They are so fun. His game winner the other night, a ridiculous shot. Uh, Apollo's the real deal. Um, Wagner's the real deal. Like, that team is going to be good for a while. Yep. I can't wait. They have, like, it's good to see. Is it um Jonathan Isaac? Is that his first name? Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see him, you know, kind of having a nice stretch of being healthy right now. When the Cavs played the Magic right out of the All-Star break, and it was – maybe it was right before the All-Star break. I can't remember. Um, it was right after. Yeah, and dude, like, they're good. They're really, really good. They actually – I don't know. I don't think Orlando Magic's head coach has ever coached for the Cavs, but I know him and uh, J.B. Bickerstaff for the Cavs really know each other. And Orlando's head coach, his name's escaping me, has said that he – takes a lot of um or he implements a lot of from what he's learned from jb um 
And I can see it, man. They they prioritize defense. They're so they're 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 not like amazing in transition, but they're good enough in transition. And this is only year two Paulo, by the way. And yep. what year three Franz Wagner? I believe so, yes. Like these these are still kids, literal children. And I don't know, it's really cool to see a team like the Magic kind of have this quick turnaround. They're going to be really good in the East for a while. Uh, they're going to make the playoffs this year. Would not shock me if they were able to, you know, at least make, you know, depending on who they drop, I, at least make the first round competitive. Um, they're not going to win the finals this year. Obviously. Right now, right now, they're if if the play-in worked like 7-1 and 8-1, you know what I mean? Yeah. They would be matched up with the Cavs. Yeah, that sucks. That really, really <laughs> I, sucks. <laughs> I saw – hold on. Let me pull up the NBA standings because um, l- I saw a tweet that was like, low-key, the East is like – has the perfect playoff matchups right now. It'd be – when the tweet was tweeted, it was – it would be Celtics Heat, um, Cavs Magic, Bucks Pacers, Knicks Sixers. And I <laughs> – Although I did see someone quote tweet and say they would put that Cavs Magic series on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree. Um, I'll tell you what. As the Pacers fan, I wouldn't mind being matched up with the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, you guys have played the Bucks well. But I, you know what? This is a great segue because I do want to talk about the Pacers here for a second. What's going on with the Pacers, man? What's going on with, with Halliburton? He's playing great. He is not playing great. He's he's diming him up. He had like, well, I guess he had seven assists, four points and seven assists, man. Like, yeah, well, again, I mean, he 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 was the one leg I needed in a parlay the other day, and he didn't come through. So again, hand up. I'm hating right now. I like Tyrese Halliburton. Um, it does feel though. Uh, my hands back down. I'm no longer hating. This is exact. This is actually how I feel. It does feel though that maybe the Pacers came back down. It feels like the Pacers and the Cavs have had exact opposite seasons so far. The Pacers started off hot. You guys went to the finals of the end season tournament. The Cavs were like a 500 team like before Christmas, and then the Cavs took off. And then I feel like the Pacers have kind of just like like they haven't crashed. Obviously, they're still above 500, but it feels like they're just slowly coasting. Like it feels like since Buddy Heald's gone that maybe they're missing a little something. Maybe, but they need – well, they need Mathurin to step up, which he did against the Raptors the other day. He had 39 points. Um, it's just like – I don't know. It's the it's, it's it's the NBA. Like, we're, we're still like – the difference between us and you guys, the Cavs, is about um, – Five and a half games. We're five and a half games from the two seed, and we're the seven seed right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there's a lot of fluctuation. There's just a lot of like, kind of good competitive NBA basketball going on, and the end of this All Star, this post All Star break is going to really determine what's happening. And by the way, just an FYI, strength the schedule for the remaining of our season. I think we're. We're either 12th, like 12th easiest, or 12th hardest. I don't know. We're somewhere in that middle of the pack, though. So nothing okay. crazy. But um, so yeah, I'm I'm hopeful. 
I want I my goal for the Pacers is to be the six seed. That would be like if we make the six seed, I I feel good about where we're at. Maybe oh, the five, I... maybe the five seed, but I, I don't really want to play like. I don't want to play like a Sixers team that just got a bead back. <laughs> yeah, or that, that's like, my biggest fear too. Trust me. Like now, what would be nice if we were the five seed playing a Bucks team that's fallen to the four seed? Yeah, that would be okay. I just want to match. I want us to match up with the Bucks. That's why I want us to exactly mirror what. If the Bucks win, we lose to drop. If the Bucks lose, we win to stay. You know what I mean? Like, oh god. I don't know, man. There's still something about playing Giannis and Dame. I'm sure in, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But that's the problem. That's the thing. Well, I'm playing Giannis and Dame, and I guess Chris Middleton if he's healthy. But the rest of that team, like, am I am I afraid of Bobby Portis going off against us in the playoffs? Uh, are you afraid? That's a negative ghost writer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um. You know, and obviously the NBA playoffs are a different level. Like, I don't expect the Pacers to win our first round play matchup this year, no matter what. But if we can, um, you know, be competitive in the series, which I think the Bucks are our best chance. Yeah. Because, I mean, if there's anybody who's going to choke away in the playoffs, Stock Rivers. Yeah, my God, isn't that the truth? Um, you know, kind of going back on something that you said in, 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 in the beginning of that, like, I feel like we have said this every year for like the last three years, but this does feel like this is the most parody we've had in the NBA in some time. Oh yeah. Like, as long as you're not a Wizards or a Pistons fan, and I guess maybe the Spurs, like you, like you're kind of still in this thing. Yeah. Like, and that's obviously like a lot of that has to do with the in, or the, the play in the expanded playoffs. But it also has to do with how well spread out the talent is. I mean, every team besides the Wizards feels like they have a guy right now, every team. And again, how you define a guy, it's, it's probably a pretty loose definition, like somebody who can go out there and give you 25, 30 on any given night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess by that definition, you would think the guy in Washington would be Kuzma, but or Pool. No, <laughs> no. Let's be real. Come on, stay with me. Stay, stay with me, Chuck. In in, in reality, um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's reasons for just about every fan base besides Washington to be excited right now. Even Detroit. Even Detroit. Like, I loved – I don't know if you saw the ending of that Knicks game last night with the Pistons. Yes, I, I wanted to talk about that because – Okay, okay, here we go. I, I mean, thought it was pretty funny. I saw a bunch of tweets that were like the Knicks the Knicks going for a loose rebound, and it was a bunch of NFL hits. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there, there are so many reasons for people to be critical of Monty Williams this year. So many reasons. How he handled that was not one of them. The yeah. fact that he, he meet the first words out of his mouth were calling out how much of an embarrassment that was to the league, and he defended his guys. The Pistons should have won that game. And w- when you're a team like the Pistons and 
you're just not winning. And you, these wins, in a way, mean more because they're so few and far in between. And I love that he did that. And it made me think, like, wait a second, like, maybe Monty is the guy for this. Like, like maybe, maybe we're just chalking this season up to figuring things out and just a bunch of young guys. And maybe the roster is not constructed in the best way. And, um, but maybe there's something here. So again, with, even with the Pistons, like I'm not a Pistons fan, but there's reasons to be excited. By the way, tonight in the beginning of the Pelicans Knicks game, uh, Zion went up for a block on Josh Hart and hit him in, directly in the face. His nose is bleeding, and he's complaining about the no call the night after that. Oh, Josh Hart's complaining. Yeah. Oh, man. I I mean, I, I it's kind of funny how that works out. But um, shout out Josh Hart, too. Uh, that ending of the Knicks game did make me or did help me win a parlay. Um, I, I had Josh Hart over 13 and a half rebounds and assists. And that rebound that he got after that free throw was his 14th uh, rebound and assist. So, you know, I'll take that one. Um, by the way, but, the uh, Wizards or the Warriors are now up by 23. Yeah, they're back, dude. They're so back. Well, they're playing um, the Wizards. They're playing the Wizards. Ah, dude, I don't care, man. Oh, who's hey, going don't... off? Oh, Kaminga. It's a Kaminga night. Oh, it's a Clay Thompson night. Bench Clay Thompson. Holy crap. What a six man Clay Thompson. What a guy. They they outscored the Wizards 38 to um 17 in the four, in the third quarter. The Wizards are the worst team in the league. I don't care what their record is. I don't care that they have more wins than Detroit. They are the worst basketball team in the association and I don't think it's close. Yeah, by the way, also Orlando Magic, they are beating the crap out of the Nets right now. Nets are poverty. Uh, not taking away from the magic, but the, the Nets got some soul searching to do. The Nets are a disappointment this year for sure. Like I think, I think you and I both had the Nets at least in the play-in, um, and they'll probably still make the play-in. Wait, will they? Let me look at the no, 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 no. They're out of it right now. The um, the play-in right now, just based on today's standings, are Pacers, uh, Magic, Hawks. And I want to say um, a Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. It's it's a Pacers 7, Magic 8, Bulls 9, Hawks 10. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. The East. The East does kind of feel like it's the Celtics to lose. And that really just. God, that yep. hurts to say. By the way, um, are only up on two on Philly at the half. Well, I hope Philly wins. Um, the West is so much more interesting, in my opinion. Um, I, I mean, if you look, the difference between the one seed and the two seed in the East, the Celtics and the Cavs, seven and a half games. The difference between the one seed and the eight seed in the West is just seven games. Yep. Bonkers. Um, might be Clippers year. That they might do it. I don't know. Question. Did you know that the Clippers was a no, was no, a ship? No, I did not. I did not. <laughs> also, Clippers rebrand rebrand is fire, by the way. Those the, jerseys are dope. The jerseys are nice. 
I actually don't hate the logo. The logo is getting a lot of hate. I don't hate it. I don't hate um, it either. Um, I especially like that apparently when the stadium's going to be built, the N in Los Angeles is going to directly point north like a compass. I thought oh, that's, that's a nice cool. that's a nice little touch. Um, yeah, uniforms look cool. You know, that's going to be nice. Um, they're going to have their own stadium. That'll be cool. Hopefully people show up. They will. I mean, why can't I think of the owner's name right now? Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer, yeah. He's done a really good job with that organization. Um, I'm not a, a big fan of some of the stuff in the new stadium, like that whole thing where – I don't remember if we, if we talked about this, but where they're going to have that section called the wall. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're going to do, like, biometric screenings of the people, like, from the seats. And essentially, like, if you're not – cheering loud enough they're going to be able to monitor how loud you are and if you're not loud enough you won't be able to sit there again like that to me feels like a little invasive i don't know yeah um they're they're basically mandating that you wear clippers gear sitting in there which i think that that's probably okay yeah um but uh yeah i don't know but uh besides that like the Bombers done a good job. The Clippers are really good this year. What's going to um, happen if the Clippers are getting like blown out? Like, a, a, like if it's like a hundred to seventy-two in the third quarter and nobody's cheering in that section, like, what are they supposed to do? Well, I'm sure that's gonna, I'm sure that's gonna be taken into account. Um, you know, like what was the game and like, you know, I'm sure it's all going to be situational. Um, but I'm curious to see if they can do it this year. I was not a believer in the James Harden trade. I was like, oh, here we go. Another organization that James Harden is going to destroy from the inside. But they had a couple rough stretches. And then Russ, who credit to him, was like, hey, let me come off the bench and let James start. Which, for somebody like Russell Westbrook, that could not have been easy to do. Um, Mm -hmm. Somebody who's been as good as him, first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, NBA leader in triple doubles, like, and it's paying off. They're really good. Um, and they're healthy, which is huge. So I'm going to be, there's just a lot of good teams right now in the West. I, the, the West playoffs are going to be really, really fun. I think they're going to be much less chalky than the East playoffs. I've, I, I, I feel like the East is like, I mean, we know the Celtics are going to the Eastern conference finals. I have no idea who's going to go to the Western conference finals. No clue. No. Could be the Mavericks. It could be chalky and it, it could be the Nuggets. Uh, even though the Timberwolves are the one seed, I don't think saying that they're going to go to the finals would be chalky necessarily, but I, it, it's going to be really fun. I'm excited for the NBA playoffs. I'm excited for the second half. I'm excited for, um, you know, I, I think we're, we're, we're going to see less players sitting out. These games are going to start meaning more and more as we go along. Teams are going to be fighting for seeding. Some playing teams are going to be fighting maybe for that eight seed. This is a really good time right now for the NBA. Um, and it was not a good time in January. January sucked bad. It was a bad mm-hmm. NBA product. Let's get back. And, you know, I'm excited to watch the second half. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited for the playoffs. This is going to be the most interesting playoffs in a while, even though we've had, and we've had good parity in the NBA for the past four years. Or yeah, like basically since the bub like the bubble, um, we've had great parity, and I think that's going to continue. So I'm excited. 
Um, I still think the Nuggets are going to come out of the West, but I'm excited to see. Yeah, yeah, they certainly could. They feel like the best all-around team. Um, I'm looking forward to doing our playoff predictions here in about a little over a month, I think. I think we're a little over a month away. So um, I think we're kind of all caught up on sports news. I know we did want to talk about Dune really quick. Um, or should I say the newest uh, number one rated movie in the history of IMDb, Dune Part 2. Yep. Um, when are you going to see it? Hopefully this weekend, probably Saturday, if I had to imagine. Um, I'm seeing it Saturday as well. I, I got a Saturday matinee. I imagine my plans will be similar. Um, um, obviously, TBD, something could change, but that is my plan is to see it Saturday. Okay, cool. Well, we'll definitely, it sounds like, be covering it in next episode. Yeah. Um, I have I'm trying not obviously like I've you know not that there's a ton of spoilers for a project like Dune out there but there are people on social media who have seen it and who are talking about it and even though everything is like good like it's getting great reviews I'm trying to like not indulge myself too much not that I'm worried about getting my hopes up I have no doubt that this movie is going to be spectacular but it's like I I, I just want to watch it you know like I just want it to be mm-hmm. Saturday already um, the cast is, is I'm so excited for this cast. It's a great ensemble. Um, and I don't know. I, I rewatched the first Dune the other day and reminded myself just how awesome of a sci-fi epic it was. Well, epic might not be a good word, but it was a great sci-fi movie. This one is being described as more of an epic. So my body's ready, man. I'm 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 so ready. Yeah, man. Um, it's gonna be uh, a great. Uh, I mean, like like I said, there's gonna there's the reviews or like you said, the reviews have been basically nothing but positive. Um, feels like this feels more. There's gonna be a lot more action in this one. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for Florence Pugh, Austin Butler, mate. Coming into this movie, Christopher Walken going to be in this movie. Yeah. And it's going to be a good time. Um, speaking of Austin Butler, um, I have been watching, I don't know if you have, do you have Apple TV? Uh, no, but I think I can get it. I just got to do something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go activate a subscription. Um, Masters of the Air. Which is that? Uh, it's that World War II miniseries about the Air Force. Uh, it's starring Austin Butler, uh, Barry Keegan. Um, those are probably the only the two names you would recognize. I didn't recognize anybody else. Um, directed by, or not directed, but produced by Tom Hanks and Spielberg. So same duo that did like Band of Brothers. Um, very, very good. I mean. Mm-hmm insanely good so far I've, I've only watched a few episodes but they're a little over an hour long each so it does feel like that band of brothers i'm assuming you've watched band of brothers i, I don't yes. know okay i've and seen it, band of brothers and the pacific it is just as immersive as those two like where every episode in a way feels like a mini movie um so if i could give you a recommendation i know you're watching a couple other shows right now but it's uh it has surpassed my expectations already 
Okay. Uh, I am. If I get, uh, I'm trying to. I might try and activate my Apple Plus, and I want to watch this show called Silo that's on there that Rebecca Ferguson, another Dune star, uh, is in. That one is intriguing to me. Yeah, I, that's also on my list. I've heard really, really good things about that show. It feels like this is a really good um, time to be like a sci-fi fan. Like whether mm-hmm. it's movies and shows, like there's a lot of good sci-fi projects out right now. There's another sci-fi project, I think on Apple TV called Constellation. Um, it's like a sci-fi thing slash paranormal. Um, I, I've seen trailers for it. It's about like a, a mom who like is an astronaut, she goes to space and something happens up there and she kind of comes back and it's like not her reality that she comes back to. Um, that looked good. So I, I, me- I remember having that thought um, earlier today when I was watching Masters of the Air and I was getting the Constellation trailers. I was like, this is a really good time to be a sci-fi fan because there's just so much content right now. And probably some of that is probably to do with the first Dune movie because the first Dune movie felt like the really good first sci-fi thing we had gotten in some time. So, anywho, um, anything else you'd like to discuss before we wrap this up? No, I I think we've covered it all. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else. Okay, cool. Well, our next episode will more than likely be um, the Dune review. A uh, couple other things coming up. We also have the second half of Invincible Season 2, which I think is coming next month. Um, I would expect March to be more of a, a heavy sports uh, month, just with the tournament, both men's and women's and, you know, NBA and whatnot. I don't think that there's a ton of other projects coming out in March that are on our radar. I could I could be I could be missing some. Um, but uh, anyways, if you're listening up to this point, uh, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. If you could go ahead, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, if you could go ahead and leave us a review. Um, that would be awesome. It lets us know how we're doing. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. We are on Twitter at MindPopcorn. You can also follow us on TikTok. We are on TikTok at MindYourPopcorn. We will be back hopefully next week with our Dune review, Dune Part 2. So keep an eye out for that. And, uh, yeah, Chuck, anything you want to say as we sign off? No, just just uh... – Looking forward to March. Looking forward to Dune and the start of like, let's get some good movies. Yeah. In the theaters, the Aidas. Yeah. yeah, we'll also have the Oscars coming up too. That we'll uh, we'll talk about yeah. too. So, um, anyways, thanks everyone so much again, and we will talk to everybody next time. <laughs>